welcome everyone to another episode of Free the Bishops Podcast. I'm your host, Carmelite Quotes, and today we have our co-host, Rosary Mum, with us once again. Happy New Year, Rosary Mum. Happy New Year. I hope you've had a great day. I know that yesterday was your birthday. Yes, it was. I had an awesome day with family. It was good. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I know I was able to uh, have a good visit today with friends. We'll talk about that later. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the statement from Pope Francis regarding the abductions of the priests, the seminarians, and the bishops in Nicaragua. Uh, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing to talk about, is it, Mom? No, it's not at all. Um it's a difficult situation in Nicaragua as well under the horrendous repression um, and what's happening to the bishops and the priests and the clergy, it's awful. It's a serious situation, there's no doubt about it. You know, uh, today in Rome, this morning, on the first day of the year, Pope Francis, after Mass, at noon led the people in praying the Angelus. It's a tradition every Sunday and on holy days that the Pope goes to the window of the Apostolic Palace and it overlooks St. Peter's Square. They set up, not just for this Pope, but for every Pope, they set up a podium and from the window he leads people in praying the Angelus. He makes a brief reflection on the gospel of the day. And then after the people pray the Angelus, the Pope will make remarks in regard to perhaps world events. If there's a crisis of some sort, uh, he'll recognize uh, tour groups that happen to be uh, gathered below in St. Peter's Square. It's always a festive occasion, especially on holy days like today, because today Catholics celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. It's also World Day for Peace. And so uh, there was plenty to reflect on today in regard to peace in the world and the desperate need we have for peace, as well as to reflect on Mary as our mother, because she is mother to us all. So that gives you an idea of what prompted Pope Francis's remarks about Nicaragua today. Um, you had a chance to read the document. Uh, what do you think about the importance of his statement? I was delighted, delighted that Pope Francis mentioned prayers for Nicaragua and the fact that he's close with the people. Um, delighted and I hope that the Nicaraguans must, I hope they feel, feel comforted that they aren't alone and the whole entire church is aware of the terrible persecution because it's so important to talk about it and to talk about peace and to talk about persecution and not just to sweep it under the carpet or file it away in our head somewhere because God wants us to help our brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, to quote the Gospel of St. Matthew, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. 
And I just feel that we shouldn't close our hearts off to our brothers and sisters in Christ who are in great need. I would agree with you 100%. You know, if you're just joining our podcast here on episode seven, in the previous six episodes, we give background, backstory to what is happening in Nicaragua. We had a conversation, uh, very brief, but very insightful with journalist David Ogren, who writes for our Sunday visitor, OSV News. He also writes for uh, secular publications. And David shared with us you know, the, the critical moment that this is for the government of Nicaragua as it threatens the religious freedom in the country. So you can back up to some of our previous conversations, uh, especially episode five, where we talk about the capture of the priests at night and how that was such a shock to the country. And even since episode five, here we are at episode seven, there had been more priests who had been abducted. Just yesterday, there was another priest abducted. So uh, this is not a situation that has ended. It is fluid. The government moves quickly, and it's difficult at times for uh, the press, the media, uh, even in uh, outside of Nicaragua, the independent media uh, from, who are in other countries, Nicaraguans who have had to leave the country to continue reporting the truth. And sometimes it's difficult to confirm, well, has this priest been taken? Is he safe? Has another priest been abducted? And uh, Rosary Mom and I depend upon the researcher Martha Patricia Molina, who is the expert, the number one expert on uh, religious freedom issues in Nicaragua. So we generally in social media do not publish anything until Martha Patricia has published it because we know we can trust her, can't we, Mom? We've talked with Martha Patricia before. We have, yeah. We, we would only um, publish something if, if she has confirmed it, for sure. You know, there are some real challenges right now that are being faced by the bishops, the priests, and the seminarians in the country. You mentioned earlier the fact that the people in the pews are being deprived of their shepherds. Absolutely true by abducting priests, seminarians, and now another bishop, Bishop Isidoro Mora from the Siuna Diocese. What is happening is that the current leadership is being stripped from the parishes. The future leadership is being stripped from the seminary and a bishop is being taken from his diocese. Now two bishops are detained in prison. That's Bishop Rolando Alvarez in prison for more than 500 days now. And now Bishop Isidora Mora from Siuna Diocese. That deprives the church in Nicaragua of new priests, period. 
no matter where they go to seminary, because only a bishop can ordain a priest. So uh, it's it's such it's such a critical moment in the life of the country, and we're really grateful, both of us, Rosary Mom and I, as well as everyone in Nicaragua. We are so grateful to Pope Francis for speaking up. His statement was published to YouTube in the live stream broadcast of the Angelus Address. It was published on the Vatican website, and we're going to be quoting from his statement taken from the Vatican website. The Catholic media, English-speaking Catholic media, has covered this, uh, such as uh, Catholic News Agency, Catholic News Service, even Reuters News Agency, which is not a Catholic news agency, but they have a correspondent in Rome who covers only the Vatican, Philip Palella, and he was one of the first to publish a story this morning in regard to this. So uh, it's a really important moment, and we're grateful for the Pope for speaking out, aren't we? Definitely, for sure. It was most welcome because um, the Nicaraguans, you know, want to hear and he spoke so beautifully um, to the people and to the people of God. You're right. What did he have to say? Share with our listeners what he said. I have been following with deep concern what is happening in Nicaragua, where bishops and priests have been deprived of their freedom, I express to them, to their families, and to the entire church in the country, my closeness in prayer. I also invite all of you present here and all the people of God to pray insistently. Meanwhile, I hope that we will always seek the path of dialogue to overcome difficulties. Let us pray for Nicaragua today. So powerful. Every word is packed with meaning. Because every word not only talks about the present situation, but so much of what he has to say draws upon past experience. And his call for prayer and for dialogue in the face of this adversity, I think is is really important that he's emphasizing prayer. He's emphasizing dialogue. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings, Mom? Oh, I, I couldn't agree with him more um, because he's asked all the people of God in the church to pray insistently. And of course, prayer is is something that we can all do. And there's so much power in prayer. We're all the church, we're one body, many parts, and I would really hope and pray that each diocese across the world adds this to the prayer intentions. Personally, my heart is sore for the people. As you know, having spoken with many people in Nicaragua and shared in some of their experiences, you know, um, through the spaces, um, on their persecutions, but I have never met people so humble and with such a strong and humble faith 
it's amazing. It really is amazing. You know, as I think about what the Pope had to say today, I know that in a certain way, when he talks about dialogue, saying we will always seek the path of dialogue to overcome difficulties, you know, there's a certain aspect of that that seems to be contradictory to other statements that the Pope has made because frequently enough the Pope says and I quote you can't dialogue with the devil and the situation in Nicaragua is so intense the persecution is so vicious even violent that there are many people in Nicaragua, and some days I tend to agree with them, that indicate that Rosario Murillo and Daniel Ortega are the devil's henchmen. That they are, um, you know, the devil's minions doing the devil's bidding in Nicaragua. And when the Pope says, well, we need to seek always the path of dialogue to overcome difficulties my first thought was well how are you going to dialogue with this particular devil but at the same time the next thought was maybe dialogue is just a different way of saying can I talk to you can I have a conversation with you or through someone else talk with you about releasing these priests because on their own we can pretty much assume that Ortega and Murillo are not ready to release these priests they're not ready to release the bishop because I think they're using the bishops the priests the seminarians as bargaining chips to obtain something greater that's uh, going to feed their need as tyrants, as dictators. What do you think, Mom? Yeah, I I believe that they are the devil's henchmen, but I do believe that we have to talk to them. We have to try and find a way to speak to them. What is the issue right now is probably not that time because they're closed off and the persecution is just continuing. Um, but what is their end goal? What is it they want to do? Um, it would seem eradicate the Catholic Church from the country. But what, you know, we only know by talking to them what is it that they want to do? Um, so communicating with them is going to be critical. But most importantly, prayer, community, communicating with God to help us. That's right. You know, that prayer it really is the strongest weapon that we have right now. Yeah. Um, prayer for conversion of the leadership, not just Daniel Ortega and Rosario Murillo, but prayer for the conversion of those who are fanatics, if you will, attached to the Sandinista party, those who we see in social media who are calling for violence against Catholics, who are calling for um, torture. And it's, it's mind-boggling to think that there would be someone who 
supposes or believes that that's the right way to handle the situation. We know it isn't. And so in the face of this kind of evil, you know, Jesus himself said, and I'm sorry, I can't quote chapter and verse, but Jesus said, you know, there are some situations, some devils that can't be cast out except by fasting and prayer. And I definitely think this is one of the situations where we need to be fasting and praying. And Bishop Baez, as we discussed in yesterday's podcast episode, he called for prayer. He called for serious, fervent prayer to counter the violence and the evil that is going on in Nicaragua. I'm wondering, you know, how can we help our, in our advocacy? How can we help the Nicaraguans to maintain hope? I was uh, visiting today for New Year's Day. After I went to Mass, I spent uh, a wonderful, wonderful couple of hours visiting with a Nicaraguan family and their friends. Uh, we shared a meal together, wonderful Nicaraguan food, and the conversation around the table was one of anger, frustration, but also there was a prayer for hope. They want to hold on to hope, and this is something that I find so, so important. Their attitude is one that says, 2023 is behind us. Let's look ahead to 2024 with a positive attitude. At least that's what I heard around the dinner table today. What about you, Mom? You're having the opportunity to interact with Nicaraguans um, in regard to the Twitter X space that you host for the Rosary. Do you have any stories to share? The Rosary space, as you know, is dedicated for praying um, for Nicaragua and for the release of Bishop Alvarez and now for the release of all the captives. We pray at 10 o'clock every night UK time. And this has been such a blessing, such a blessing because people all over the world join in prayer. We have people from Nicaragua, America, Ireland, Scotland, England, Poland, Spain, Brazil, and many more countries, some of whom weren't aware of the persecution. But the space has been such a great tool for people to join, to learn more, but more importantly, show solidarity in prayer because people from Nicaragua are joining, people in exile from Nicaragua are joining to show that the international community support them in prayer and we are praying and we are taking the information from Rosary Space and sharing them with our diocese, with our friends and our family to pray. So slowly but surely more people are finding out. But something really positive that happened um, in the lead up to the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, we had a novena, which you'll remember. Yes. And we had people from Nicaragua praying. We prayed in Spanish. There it was, was powerful. Wasn't it? Powerful. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so that, I, I, I know every night we looked forward to doing that, to praying it. And given the, the seriousness of the... 
um, in Nicaragua where they weren't allowed to uh, have processions and things. That was that was a, a comfort, I think, as well in prayer. And I know that we all enjoyed it. So yeah. the rosary space is a blessing, it's such a blessing. And how is it that uh, people can find your rosary space? So on X, there every day, it's at 10 p.m. every single day and has been now for almost two years. And the I publish a link at Rosary Mum. I share a link probably about an hour before. But if I forget, then if you go to Spaces on X, if you type in Rosary, then you will see it scheduled every Excellent. day. Excellent. That's wonderful. And we need to close our conversation so that you can get ready to lead the rosary space. Once again, to join her space, go to X, formerly known as Twitter, and her account is capital R-O-S-A-R-Y, capital M-U-M, Rosary Mom. And you'll be able to see the link to listen while she and other members pray the rosary. And have you seen an increase in participation uh, with the increase in the persecution this week? Yes. Yesterday we had 273 people join. That's powerful. I should note that I'm now recording it so that it means that if you know, people all over in different time zones, should they want to pray with us in solidarity, they can now listen to the recording as well. And we tend to pray in, it can be any language, it can be Polish, Spanish, English, Latin, um, but we still pray the rosary. That's fantastic. You know, we want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Give some thought to what Pope Francis had to say. Give some thought to what he had to say about the fact that he is concerned for Nicaragua, that he's speaking up and advocating for Nicaragua, that he's emphasizing the power of prayer and the power of dialogue to overcome the problems there. And we really encourage you not only to join us in advocating to share this podcast episode to share the link so that people can find the podcast although we record from spotify the podcast is available on other podcast platforms such as amazon audible google etc so you can tell your friends to search for the podcast called free the bishops free the bishops podcast and that's what we're here to do to help advocate so that we can free the bishops from their captivity. Mom, why don't you invite the audience to join us right now? So for our listeners and our audience, if you can vote in our poll to share your thoughts and experiences related to the topic, and I'll now close by praying. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Saints Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and to thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits that wander the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to share the words of Pope Francis. Lord, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit that we may know, discern, and take action to advocate for our sisters and brothers in Nicaragua. So everyone, thanks again for joining us today. In our next episode, we'll be talking about the current events as they happen because we are able to collaborate with the researcher Martha Patricia Molina. We're able to get her latest information and share that with you in English because she only publishes in Spanish. So we're always helpful and hopeful that we will have up-to-the-date, accurate information to share with you. So God bless everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you. Until next time, peace be with you. <laughs>